How many are ready for a word from the Lord? Amen. Glory to God. I didn't come to see what you had on. Amen. Uh, I didn't come to see what you were driving. But I came to hear from God. I came to worship him and honor him. Because at the end of the day, he deserves the glory. At the end of the day, he's the reason why we live, move, and have our being. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, he's the one that has given us grace and mercy. Acts 12, 11th verse. I'll be reading in your hearing on this morning. The word of God read, Acts 12 and 11. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectations of the Jewish people. Hmm. Yeah. Let me read that again. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectations of the Jewish people. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for just another opportunity to be in the house of God among our brothers and sisters. Thank you for another opportunity to raise hands, to open our mouth, to give you the glory that is due unto your name. And Father, we thank you for another opportunity to hear your word. And God, as we're in this place, we're on one accord. Father, your word declares that you withhold no good thing from us. And we know that your word is good. So, Father, you know each and every situation. You know all the dynamics of each and every one of our lives. You know the word that we need in that area. So, God, I pray that your word will go forth today without hindrance. God, I pray that it would touch the area of life that needs to be touched to bring strength, to bring healing, to bring breakthrough, to bring deliverance into the life of your people. Lord, I submit my will to yours. Think through my mind and speak through my mouth. A revelant word that would truly impact the hearts of your people. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may be seated in the Lord's house this morning. Amen. Just look at somebody and say, I'm glad to see you in the house. Yeah, glad to see you in the house. Glad to see you in the house. Amen. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been in a series entitled, agreement agreement and last week we looked at what the proverbs writer uh, had to say about the locusts about the locusts these amazing little insects uh, teach us some incredible lessons when it comes to agreement we said that though they are sluggish and though they uh, like to be alone that when they come together, that something incredible happens. Scientists, we said, call it gregarious phase. 
It is the phase that the locusts undergo a physiological and behavior change. Their color changes. Yeah, their color changes. Their body shape changes. And they are able to move faster and further and devour more than they could by themselves. Something about them that understand that when they come into this uh, uh, area of agreement, when they come into togetherness, that something supernatural happened. These, these little insects understand the pregnant possibilities of coming together in agreement. We learned two things last week. The first thing we learned is there is power in numbers. That's what they teach us. They teach us that there's power in numbers. That when they come together in agreement, they are able to do more collectively than they can individually. Yeah, we said that it was Helen Keller that said, alone we can do little, together we can do so much. So the locusts are able to overcome limitations when they come in agreement with one another. Yeah, limitations that would cause them not to achieve, uh, limitations that would cause them not to get to the destination. When they come together, they are able to achieve them. Yeah, the second thing that we learn is that they're effective, the effectiveness of moving together. That when they come together, they, they, they are effective. And I, I, I threw out the question is, what would happen if our families, what would happen if our marriages, what would happen if our nation, our community, our churches would, would come together in agreement? How much more, how, how much more could God do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This week, I want to make the third installment in our series on agreement. Yeah, this morning, our text introduces us to uh, the Apostle Peter. We find something incredible. A, a, a miracle has taken place in uh, the Apostle Peter's life. Yeah, a miracle. How many need a miracle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me, let, let me set a little backdrop for this particular uh, te text. Uh, chapter 1 opens uh, uh, with Herod, uh, the king, raising havoc against the church. Yeah, havoc. He, 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 he's upset with the church. And, and Herod, uh, uh, this was uh, Herod Agrippa I, the grandson of, of Herod the Great. And this family was known for perpetuating evil. Yeah, they, they were known for carrying out uh, evil, especially against, yeah, God's people. Yeah, because it was Herod's sister, Herodias, uh, uh, who asked for the head of John the Baptist. Yeah, she asked for his head and uh, he was killed. And the text tells us that, that Herod, understand, he has killed uh, one of Jesus' disciples, he has killed uh, James, the brother of John. He, he has killed one of the sons of thunder. Yeah, he's killed him. He, he's, he, the Bible tells us that uh, he killed him with the sword, so it means that his head also was taken off. Yeah. And now, Peter, the chief apostle, uh, yeah, the chief apostle. 
I could back up and talk about the, the goal of the enemy is to sever the head. Yeah, the, whether it's the head of the family, whether it's the head uh, of a nation, whether it's the head of a church, understand, uh, he understands uh, that if I can get the head, yeah, he's after mobility, yeah, because you can't move without your head. Yeah, so his goal is to, to cut off uh, uh, the head. He, he, he desires to destroy. He, uh, yeah, yeah, I could, I could work that even talking about men. He, he desires to destroy the man. He, he, he understands the, the criticality. He understands the importance of a head being in place. Yeah, so, so, he, so he has taken, he has, he has imprisoned uh, 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 the chief apostle. Yeah, because the church was on the move. Yeah, church was on the move. And Herod's attack on the church was both religious and politically motivated. Yeah, see, the Jews hated the gospel. Yeah, they, 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 they were, the gospel that was being preached. And Herod, Herod's actions were pleasing to the Jews. They were celebrating him. They, they were celebrating the fact that he was bringing havoc to the church. Uh, uh, and he was doing this politically because he was only uh, assigned that position and he didn't necessarily have it permanently. But the more that he brought havoc against the church, the more that it pleased the Jews that would solidify his position. Yeah, yeah. Let me pause right here and say that the attack on the church is still alive. Yeah, that we have an enemy, uh, Satan, who, who, who does not want the advancement of the kingdom of God. Yeah, he, he doesn't want souls to be saved. He, he, he doesn't want people to be spiritually empowered. He, he, he doesn't want uh, uh, people to come off drugs. He, he doesn't want families to be whole. He, he doesn't want our children to grow up knowing God and serving God. He, he doesn't want us healed and delivered and set free. No, he's after our advancement. Yeah. He's after our advancement, whether it be individually. Yeah, he, he's after the advancement. He doesn't want marriages to advance. He doesn't want uh, finances to advance. He, he doesn't want families to advance. Uh, he doesn't want the church to advance because he understands that if they advance, then something's going to happen. He understands that his kingdom is going to come down. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The enemy uh, is doing his job. And what we got to understand is that as the people of God, we got to do ours. Yeah, we got to do ours. Herod had arrested uh, and imprisoned Peter. And he had done this during the festival of unleavened bread. You can go back and, and, and read it. And, uh, and this was a week that, that uh, a, a week-long festival after the Passover, which means that there were uh, a great deal uh, of, uh, of Jews that had come to worship and come to, come to celebrate the Passover. So he, he grabbed and imprisoned Peter during this particular time because it was more people there that could see this and celebrate what he was doing yeah so just like James Harris intention was to kill Peter and it appeared that Peter was in a hopeless situation Herod had beefed up security yeah I mean uh, 
Peter had been in prison three times and Herod had made up in his mind that this time was going to be the last time. Yeah, the last time. Yeah, he had assigned a great deal of number of guards. The Bible tells us that there were four squads, squadrons that, that he had assigned 16 people to one man. Mm. Yeah, this goes to show you just how much of a threat that Peter was. Yeah, you can tell the level of the threat by the level of attack waged against you. <laughs> uh, yeah, can, can, can I suggest this morning that some of the things that you're going through right now, the attack that has been waged on your life is because the enemy sees you as a threat. Uh, y'all ain't gonna help me this morning yeah 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 maybe you're not under attack maybe there's no nothing being waged against you but when you understand stuff just keep coming out of the woodwork stuff just keep coming around the corner stuff just keep showing up yeah can I suggest to you this morning it's because the enemy knows he sees the threat yeah yeah that you have <laughs> Yeah, some of you, your marriage is under attack because the enemy sees your marriage as a threat. Yeah, some of you have health issues because the enemy knows that if he can keep you more focused on your health issues, then, then, then you'll never concentrate on truly what God's plan is for your life. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, for some of you, it's, it's your money. Yeah, he, he's attacked your money because he knows of the generosity that you have, that, that you are a, 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 a generous per person. And he understands that if uh, you uh, have that uh, resources, then you're going to touch the hearts of people and you're going to help advance the kingdom of God. He understands that. So he's he, he's on the prowl. Yeah. Yeah, some of you, your assignment is under attack because the enemy knows just how important you are to the work and the advancement of the kingdom of God. Yeah, Peter's life, it, it looked, it looked. I, 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 I mean, if, if we look at this, we, we understand that, that, that James has just been beheaded and now Peter ha, uh, has been taken and, and it appears that he is under God and that there is no way out of the situation. Yeah, it looked like his best days were behind him. It looked like that he would never accomplish anything else. Yeah, to somebody, understand, it, it might look like your dreams will never come to pass. It, it might look like the, the best days are behind you. It, it might look like you'll never fulfill the vision and purpose that God has planned for your life. It might look like you'll never have a happy marriage. It might look like your children won't never get saved. It, it might look like, glory to God, that your back is up against the wall. Yeah. Yeah, but there's one word. Yeah, that verse 5 that gave hope to Peter's situation. And can I suggest this morning that gives hope to each and every one of our situations that we deal with. Look at the text, verse 5, back up to verse 5. It says, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but, yeah, but, yeah, but a conjunction yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm a little older than some people, and I can remember uh, Saturday mornings. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Yeah, 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 all right, I got some people in here. 
Yeah. So, 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 so there's, there's something about, I, 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 I don't know about you, but over the 30 years that I've been a Christian, I've come to appreciate a but. <laughs> yeah, I've come to appreciate a but. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got a bad doctor's report. But uh, I, I was laid off from my job, but uh, uh, they, they, they walked away, but uh, the situation looked bad, but uh, it, it looked like the, it looks like the enemy has won, but uh, yeah, 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 y'all know what I'm talking about, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, there, there's something uh, 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 about a but, yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, but, but they says, but they were constantly praying. Woo, they were constantly praying. Can I suggest to you this morning that prayer is powerful? <laughs> uh, that it's a powerful weapon for the Christian. Uh, I, I want to suggest to you this morning that many times we overlook prayer. We, we don't see the significance of prayer. We don't go to prayer first, yeah, because we think every uh, these other things are our hope. But we're going to see this morning that, that the church understood that if they come together in prayer, something happens. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's powerful individually, but it's even more powerful when we come together in agreement as a corporate body. Yeah, and that's what the enemy doesn't want. He doesn't want us to pray. No, 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 no. He doesn't want us to pray. He, he wants us to complain. Uh, uh, can I suggest that that's the first thing that we do when problems come, when situations arise, that we begin to complain? Yeah, yeah. He wants us to worry. He wants our life to be filled with doubt and question whether God is going to do it. But I, I know the word said, uh, whose report shall you believe? I, I, I believe the Bible said that God's word would not return void, that whatever he says, glory to God. God, that it shall be accomplished. I wish I had somebody that believed that this morning. Yeah, yeah. He wants you to doubt. He wants you, your life to be filled with fear. Yeah. <laughs> and what we have to learn, we have to learn how to use what God has given us against the attacks of the enemy. He's given us an arsenal. Woo! He's fortified us uh, that if we use it and use it correctly, there's nothing that the enemy can do against us that will stand. That everything that he sends our way, that he'll use it as a stepping stone, glory to God, to push us that much closer to the will of God for our lives. Uh, yeah, yeah, he wants us to complain. Yeah, he wants us to walk in fear and doubt. Yeah, but we got to learn to use what God has given us. And it's amazing that when you look at the Bible, that out of all the things that Jesus taught about, the most that he taught about was, or specifically was prayer. Right. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't concerned uh, uh, about how well you preach. Yeah, you, we don't read anywhere where he, he gives us an instructions on, on, on preaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he does give us instruction on prayer. Uh, because he understands that whatever you're going through, the answer is in prayer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The breakthrough is in prayer. The deliverance is in prayer. He understands that. Uh, I mean, and this is what the early church, yeah, the early church understood the power of prayer. Corporate prayer was foundational and, and a core value to the early church. We see this in Acts because it specifies a particular, particular things that the church did when it 
was established. Acts 2 and 42 says, and they continued steadfast in the, in the apostles' doctrine. In other words, the word of God was critical. They understood that. And fellowship, it says, fellowship was critical. And the breaking of bread, communion was critical. And then it says, and in prayers. Yeah, the early church understood that if we're going to get anything done, yeah, you better bathe it in prayer. Uh, that when the enemy comes, yeah, yeah, you, you, you better go in prayer. Uh, you ain't got to talk to everybody, but you better talk to God. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he really is the only one that can do anything about our situation. I know we can go to the psychologist. I know we can stretch out, glory to God, and tell them our problems. I know we can go to the doctor and say, my toe hurt, can you diagnose it? But I'm here to tell somebody, you better talk to God. Uh, you better go to God. You, you, you better stretch out to God because God is yeah, I'll help. The early church understood that, 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 that prayer creates expectancy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we got to go in prayer because it creates some expectancy. That's why we got to stop complaining. That's why we got to stop walking in fear. That's why we got to stop doubting because that does not produce anything. We got to go to God in prayer because in prayer, yeah, all everything else subsides. In prayer, you find some hope. In prayer, you find your answer. Yeah, I mean, this is what the psalmist understood. Uh, psalmist David said in Psalm 5 and 3, my voice, you shall here in the morning oh lord in the morning i will direct it to you and i will look up david said i'm gonna pray and then i'm gonna look <laughs> I, I, I like the nsb says in the morning lord i you will hear my voice in the morning i will be present my prayer to you and be on the watch i just want to know is anybody on the watch <laughs> Uh, I, I just want, David said, I'm going to send my prayer up and then I'm going to watch. Uh, yeah, David said, I'm going to send my prayer up and uh, I'm going to watch for the angels. I'm going to watch for deliverance. I'm going to watch for the breakthrough because I know that if I take it to God, God going to do something about it. I wish I had a witness in here that you know you might take it to mama. You might take it to daddy. You might take it to sister. You might take it to brother, but they might got their own problems and can't do nothing about it. But when you take it to God, uh, when you take it to God, God is waiting. He's listening. He's observing. Glory to God. He's waiting on your request. Uh, I'm trying to get ahead of myself here. Yeah. He's waiting. David understood the incredible power of prayer. That prayer reminds God of his promises. Woo! He remind, it reminds him of his promises over our lives. That's why we got to stop complaining. That's why we got to stop doubting God because I just need to remind him. Uh, I, I just need, uh, it's kind of like a parent uh, that got a child. A child is, uh, parent has made a promise to the child. Glory to God. And guess what? That child is going to keep on uh, reminding that parent. Yeah, you said you're going to take me to Krispy Kreme. You said you were going to buy me those shoes you you said glory to God that you are uh, uh, go, 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 gonna do this gonna buy me that car gonna buy me that bike you said it you said it I believe it that's what we gotta go to God and begin to take God with promises over our lives he promised that we would be the head he promised us that we'll be above and not beneath he promised that we'd be blessed going in and coming out I wish I had a witness in the building uh, we got to remind him 
of his promises. The psalmist said in Psalms 50 and 15, call upon me. Listen what the Lord said. He said, call upon me. He didn't say call upon your mama. He didn't say call upon your daddy. He didn't say call upon the doctor. He didn't say call upon the lawyer, but he said, call me. He said, call me in the day of trouble. And he says, I will. Not I might. Not I'll think about it. Not I'll consider it. But he says, I will deliver you. I, I don't know who I'm talking to in here. But you need God to deliver you. And the only way you're going to get delivered is you better call on God. In the midnight hour, when you wake up in the morning, you better call on God. Because God is your source. It's not the government. It's not the president. But it's God. I wish I had a witness in here. That you understand, glory to God. That where man fail you, God will step in right on time. He'll do what nobody else can do. He'll bring healing to the sick, deliverance. He'll open blinded eyes. No woman, the woman said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. I ain't trying to get to the priest. I ain't trying to get to the doctor no more. No, all I need to do is touch the hem of his garment. And I know I'll be made whole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the Lord. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel the Lord. I, I, I feel the Lord wanting to do something. Yeah, yeah. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. You want to know something? Call God. Uh, it ain't in the book, uh, but it's in God. Uh, uh, when you call on him, he will answer. When you call on him, he'll, he'll show you great and mighty things that you know not of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God tells Jeremiah, just ask. <laughs> just ask. <laughs> uh, can I suggest to you that God is saying, just ask. Uh, just ask me what you need. Come tell me about your problem. Uh, you've been talking too long. You've been talking too much to everybody else. Uh, come see me. Uh, come see me. I'm, I'm the physician. I, I, I am the doctor. I am the bomb in Gilead. I, I am the financial institution. I am the relationship restorer. Uh, I am the mind regulator. He said, come talk to me. Come talk to me. Come talk to me. Come stretch out before me. Glory to God. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Uh, the psalmist said in Psalms 145 and 18, the Lord is near to all who call upon him. He said, guess what? I'm going to be right there. <laughs> I'm going to be right there. Uh, he said, I'm not going to leave you. Neither am I going to forsake you. But I'm going to be right there when you call. Uh, my line won't be busy. I won't be worried about anybody else because I'm an ambidextrous God uh, that I can deal with somebody in California that's going through some things and I can step down in your situation in Clayton. It doesn't matter. I'm not too busy. Glory to God. I'll be right there. Uh, Isaiah 58 and 9 says, Then ye shall call and the Lord will answer. Yeah, you shall cry. Yeah, and he will say, Here I am. Yeah. When you're crying. 
See, because he, he understands that some situations are going to make you cry. Uh, yeah. If you ain't had none, keep on living. You're going to have some. They're going to make you cry. Yeah, you're going to wonder why did it do me like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why did this happen? Why Why did they walk away? Why Why did this trouble come my way? Lord, I'm, I'm serving you. Lord, I, I'm believing you. Uh, but there are going to be some times you're going to have to cry. And can't nobody console it but God. Uh, he says, ah, here I am. Here I am. He says, here I am. Yeah, doesn't matter what time you call. <laughs> he said, here I am. <laughs> see, 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 see. See, that's what I love about God. See, because if I call you, you might be asleep. Uh, if I call you, yeah, you might see the number and say, I get back with them. <laughs> but when I call on God, uh, yeah, uh, the old folks said that he may not come when you want him, but he's an on time God. He, 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 he hears you. Matthew said, ask. The Lord says, ask, and it will be given you. Seek. And you shall find. He says, knock, and it will be open. He says, you need to be asking me. You need to be seeking me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be seeking. I, I, I know you. I, I know you're tired and lonely, and, and, and you want a spouse. But he says, I need you to seek me. <laughs> Yeah, he says, I, I, I know you want some more resources and, you know, you, you think if you just, you know, get a better job or get more education, he says, I, I, I need you seeking me. Uh, he, he said, if, if, if there's a door to be open, I, I need you to knock on my door. Uh, see, because God is ready to answer our prayers. Yeah, but he... We must ask for his assistance. I mean, he could step in and do it without asking because he's omniscient. He knows what we're going through, but he wants an ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants us to, to, to ask him <laughs> because when we ask, we, we are knowledgeable that he alone is God and that we cannot accomplish in our own strength what is meant for him to accomplish and see the problem with some people is that we've been trying to accomplish things without his assistance which means that we're telling God you know uh, I'm, I'm just going to use you when I get a flat I, 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 I know I got access to you but uh I'm only going to use you when the tire is flat. I, I'm not going to call on you uh, like I should, but only in, in, in the emergency. But can I suggest to you that God does not just want to hear us in emergencies? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but he wants a consistency. Because the Bible said that they consistently prayed. <laughs> they consistently pray. See, when we ask, we, 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 we humble ourselves and we lay ourselves willingly at the mercy of God. 
And I want to suggest who's better mercy to be at than the mercy of God. I don't need to be at the mercy of people. No, no, no. I, I don't need to be at the mercy of people because uh, people will <laughs> lose their mind. What do you mean lose them out? They'll, they'll promise you one thing and then you'll go back to them and then uh, they'll, they'll be like, I don't remember that. But when, when, when you go to God, he, he, he remembers what you've asked him for. He remembers your, your, your prayers. I, I got to go. The text tells us that the early church consistently offered prayer to God for Peter. One translation said they earnestly prayed to God for Peter. I, 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 I want to help you understand or help us understand that it, their prayer was specific. They didn't, pray a, they didn't pray a blanket prayer. Which God is trying to show us that if we're going to come to him, be specific. Know what you need from God. Uh, they were specific about Peter's release. They were praying a targeted prayer. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were praying a targeted prayer. All of them were coming together, targeting something specific. And because they were targeting something specific, the bullseye, was, it, it, it was on specific things. They, they, they wanted Peter released from the hand of Herod. See, they were earnestly praying without ceasing, the Bible says. And they were of one mind. In other words, they came together in agreement, specifically, without ceasing. The, I looked up the word ceasing. Ceasing means to stretch forth. It is a medical term that refers to a stretching ligament or a pull muscle. It has the idea of going beyond the boundaries. Uh, and when applied to prayer, it's a picture of fervency. It is the picture of people pouring out their hearts in prayer before the Lord as they seek his face for their needs. So they weren't playing around when it came to prayer. They were pouring out their heart to God. If I'm going to come to God, I might as well pour my heart out to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got to pour it out to people. But he says, I need you to pour it out to me. I, I wonder anybody got some stuff on your heart that you need poured out to God. You've been carrying it around too long. It's been causing your heartache. It's been causing your pain. You, you've been immobile, unable to move, unable to function properly because you've been carrying things that you're not meant to carry. He says, bring your burdens to me and leave them there. He says, dump that stuff on me because I'm a God that is able to carry your weight. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm tired of carrying some stuff. Glory to God. I, I need to carry and pour it out to God. I, I, I need to let God know all about my cares, all about my pains, all about my agony. I don't want nothing hid from God. I need to 
give God everything. Anybody need to give God some stuff? You need to just pour it out to him because you realize that something happens when you give it to God. Woo. The Bible says that when they came together and prayed and they prayed a targeted prayer specific of Peter's release yeah, that when they did this that something supernatural took place. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't go in there and bombard Herod. <laughs> they couldn't, they were in great number, but they couldn't show up against the, 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 the soldiers that Herod had. <laughs> Can I suggest to you that some stuff, yeah, you got to go in the supernatural to get? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's some stuff, uh, yeah, you got to go, you got to turn down your plate. Yeah, you, you got to stretch out before God. You, you, you got to go in the supernatural to get it. The, the attack was spiritual. Yeah, can I suggest to you that some of the attack that's on your life is spiritual? That it's not natural? Uh, that it's spiritual? Uh, and the only way that you're going to be able to win the war and fight the fight is to go in spiritual? Yeah, yeah, you can't cuss them out? You can't fight with your fist to get it done? You can't go in your boss man office? Glory to God and... and, and, and <laughs> you got to go in the spirit and see when we realize that God has given us spiritual weapons that are meant to be used in the spirit <laughs> that this is not a natural fight we, uh, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against uh, powers, principalities principalities, powers, rulers of darkness spiritual wickedness in high places the fight is not natural when you are dealing with something and you can't explain it I want to tell you it's spiritual when the, you go into the doctor's office and the doctor's office can't find what the problem is it's spiritual when you can't deal with it in the natural and bring a natural solution to it I want to tell you it's spiritual that the enemy has waged war against you Ah, that, that, that he sees you as a threat glory to God and how you came from uh, uh, his company all of us were born in sin shaped with iniquity we came in serving him he knows exactly what we like we did it when we were in the world he gave us what we like when we were in the world but now we're in the kingdom of God we are an enemy unto him he does not want to see your family succeed he does not want to see you come to the top he does not want to see you advance in the workplace he does not want to see you overcome generational curses glory to God he wants to pull you back glory to God and this is what was going on in the life of Peter uh, the text tells us that somewhere between somewhere in the process of them praying something supernatural took place it tells us that in the process of Peter lying between God's Doubly chain. <laughs> Doubly chain. I mean, the man was already had 16 guards. Why did he need to be doubly changed? <laughs> yeah. Can I suggest that there's some stuff in your life yeah, that the enemy has brought double? Yeah. That you're not dealing with just one thing. 
But can I suggest that there may be two or three things that he's launched an all-out assault <laughs> that if he can't kill you naturally, he want to kill you spiritually. That he want to make sure that you're no good not only to yourself but to others. Because Peter, understand, was no good to himself locked up. He was no good to others locked up. He was the chief apostle. Uh, uh, yeah, upon this rock, I build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail again. There, there was much, yeah, in Peter's life huh, that was beneficial. <laughs> Oh, there was value to his life. Others depended on Peter. Those to come would depend on Peter. His success, others depended on. So, can I suggest to you that others are dependent upon you. That there's value to your life. Uh, and that's why the assault is on you because he's got a glimpse. Because he does not know it all because he's not omniscient. So he catches conversations here and there. Which makes you that threat. And the Bible says that somewhere between them praying that an angel showed up. Uh, it's in the text. The text says, and when Herod was about to bring him out that night, <laughs> Peter was sleeping. There's <laughs> just so much in that text. Uh, I, I mean, it it was almost time. If it would have been later, he'd have died. Because Herod had strategically set a time that this was going to take place. Can I suggest to somebody in here that the enemy has set a time watch on you? <laughs> that he, 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 he set time on you. Yeah, the, the time that he wants the marriage to fail. Yeah, the, the time that he wants you laid off. That the time that he, he, he wants your, your, your finances to uh, uh, just be erupted. The time that he, he, he wants that child to, uh, to have those issues. Yeah, he, he set a time on you. But the text says, in spite of all that was ahead of Peter, he was asleep. He was resting. Which Peter shows us that in a time of trouble, don't worry. Rest. Don't be afraid. He says, rest. Get some sleep. <laughs> You're up too late. You're worried about it too long. You're talking about it too much. He says rest. And what I love about Peter, that's why he was the chief apostle. That's why he said upon this rock I, I build my church. Uh, because Peter could rest in trouble. 
because he, 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 he trusted God. He knew that God wouldn't forsake him. That, that, that even when his back was against the wall, that even when it looked like a difficult situation, even when it looked like he was down and out, somewhere, somehow, God was going to work all things. <laughs> so, so he says, he says, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and, uh, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. He says, behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him and a light shone in the prison which means it was dark yeah because sometimes it, it, it's going to get dark before it gets light yeah. he, he, he says it's, it, it's dark he says behold an angel of the I'm just about finished he, he, he said the light shone in the prison and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying arise Quickly. I don't know who this is for, but God is about to send some help. Uh, uh, I, 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 I don't know who this is for, but uh, you ought to look at your neighbor and say, Help is on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help, help is on the way. I, I know it looked bad. <laughs> I, I know it seemed like your back is up against the wall. I, I, I know it's the, uh, the 11th hour. Uh, I know the clock is ticking. I, I know what the doctor said. I, I, I know what they said about you. Yeah, I, I know what it looked like, but, but, but help, 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 help is on the way. Help, help is on the way. Uh, would you just open your mouth and say help is on the way. Uh, life and death is in the power of your tongue. Help, help is on the way. Help is on the way. Help, help is on the way. Help is on the way. Uh, it goes on to say that as, uh, as the angel struck him, that his chains fell off <laughs> his hands. He says, then the angel of the Lord, note what happens here. The angel gives uh, Peter instructions and he follows the instruction. Can I tell you, follow instructions. Uh, uh, your way out is following instructions. He said, gird yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and he followed him. And did not know that what was done by the angel was real. But thought he was seeing a vision. Can I suggest to you that what God is about to do. That is. It's going to seem like a vision. That is not going to seem real. Huh? That, 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 that what he's going to do. <laughs> that though you've been praying for it. Huh. that when it shows up that it's just going to be amazing unto you <laughs> because though you have prayed it because tell you the truth sometimes we can pray for some stuff and when it happens uh, we just don't believe that it happened I, I mean some stuff we can take to God I, I, I mean we you know we take stuff to him but then sometimes we take it and don't believe it huh. But, 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 but God is trying to say that what you bring to me, believe it. Uh, because what I'm going to do, 
understand it's going to blow your mind. He says, when they were past the first and second guard post, <laughs> they came to the iron gates that led to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. <laughs> I, I tell you, the, the, the text is just pregnant with possibilities. Uh, that some stuff huh, is just going to open before you. The God is getting ready to just open some stuff. I know it's been locked up. I know it's been sealed up. It's been behind two gates. It's been deep in the prison. Uh, it was dark in there. Uh, but God is getting ready to swing some stuff open. They didn't even touch the gate. Uh, it swung open before them. Uh, I wish I had somebody that would, that would praise God right there. Glory to God that some stuff is getting ready to just swing open for you. You've been praying for it and it's going to just swing open for you. You ain't got to touch it. Uh, you ain't got to pray about it no more. It's just going to swing open for you. You ain't got to call nobody else to help it open. Glory to God. God said just walk toward it. It's going to swing open for you. I wish somebody would celebrate that on this morning. It's going to just swing open. Uh, and they said they went out, went down on the sh one street. And immediately the angel departed from him. Uh, I, I, I want to suggest to you this morning that there's no situation that the enemy can keep God out of. I know you're wondering where he's at, but I want to tell you he's in there. Uh, you don't believe it? Ask the three Hebrew boys that were in the fiery furnace. Uh, uh, he's in there. Yeah, he, he, he's in there. He, he's in there working. Uh, he's in there moving. He, he's in there bringing breakthrough. It, it, it just has to manifest itself. He's in there. Ask, ask, ask Daniel who was in the lion's den. Uh, he's in there. Uh, ask the, the children of Israel walking around Jericho walls. Ask them standing up before the Red Sea. Ask David that stood up against Goliath. God is in there. He's working things out. Uh, he's moving this and he's moving that. Glory to God. He's dispatching angels here. You might not see it in the spirit, in the natural, but I cannot tell you, he's moving in the spirit. Uh, he's moving on your behalf in the spirit. He's bringing deliverance. He's bringing things in line, in agreement, in one accord. Glory to God that it may manifest itself. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm gone. The text says, and when Peter had come into come to himself, <laughs> he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord. Yeah. Can I suggest that when it's done, you're gonna know it won't nobody but the Lord. You're going to know it wasn't nobody but him. Wasn't mama. Wasn't daddy. Cousin and them. Aunt and uncle. No, it wasn't the government. No, it was God. He said, he woke up and shook out of himself. And says, I, I, I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angels and has delivered me from the hand of Herod. <laughs> he didn't stop there. 
But he said, from the expectation of the Jewish people. Yeah. Can I suggest to you this morning that some people got some negative expectations for you? Can I suggest to you that everybody ain't in your corner? Can I suggest to, to, to you that, uh, that they hoping you fail? That they hoping you give up? That they hoping you throw in the towel? That they hoping you lose? They hoping your marriage break up? They hoping your finances get in trouble? Uh, they hoping you lose the job? They hoping that your children, glory to God, don't come to Christ? They, they hoping that your children got problems? They, 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 they hoping that your family is not united? Uh, I, I, I know you think everybody's in your corner, but but I, I came to tell you, no. They got some people that got some evil expectations. <laughs> but can I suggest to you that in the midst of them, because it says, uh, I ain't got that yet. <laughs> They got some expectations. So instead of them seeing your demise, they're going to be witness to your deliverance. Because God's got a way of shutting up mouths. God's got a way of shutting up mouths. And if you go on down and read the text... I, I know Herod killed James, and I know he was after Peter. But if you go down and read the text, though he wanted to kill others, he was the one who got killed. Because God has a way of boomeranging that stuff. God's got a way of allowing that stuff to come, but it's going to return seven ways. That though they meant it for evil for you, God going to turn it around good for you and evil for them. Y'all are going to help me. I, I, I wish somebody would just celebrate that right now. Glory to God. That whatever you need from God and whatever breakthrough, whatever deliverance that you need from God, glory to God, that, 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 that is on the way. I love, I, love, I, I love the text because it says that what Peter does... Is that Peter, Peter doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't take what God has did for him and he doesn't, he doesn't go out in the world. He, he doesn't take what God did for him and, 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 and immediately goes out and celebrate. But he understands that Uh, something happened. He understands that I, I was at death's door. He understands that I was hours away uh, from my demise. He understands that I, I was locked in the prison, deep in the prison. I had to come out two gates. He says, I understand this. He, he says, I, I, but I know God did it, but I, I know I, I, I got to go to I got to go to Mary's house. Yeah. I, I imagine that the, the Holy Spirit was stirring on the inside of him. I, I, I imagine that uh, 
he, he, he feels some type of way. And the Bible says that he goes to, 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 to Mary's house. He goes to, to Mary house, Mary's house and he knocks on the door. And, and uh, Rhoda comes to the door, a, a young damsel. Uh, you know, they've been praying all night. Uh, ironic that they've been praying all night. And it was after midnight that Peter gets delivered because that's what God does sometimes, that he waits till the last hour. Yeah, yeah and, and, and he brings you out <laughs> uh, because he doesn't want anybody else to get the glory. No, 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 no. So he, he, he'll, he'll wait till 1159. Uh, yeah, 11:59 for you to know that it was him. And nobody else. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so he knocks on the door, and the Bible. I'm finished. He knocks on the door, and the Bible says that that Rhoda comes to to the door. She hears a voice, and she doesn't open the door. She runs and tells them that it's Peter at the door, and they say you must be crazy. You must be insane. You, you must be insane. Peter's at the door. And I, I want to tell you, don't miss what God does. Don't miss your breakthrough. Don't miss your deliverance. Don't miss your answer prayer. Huh. Not believing what God does. You might not understand how it happens. Yeah. You may not understand it in this life. All you got to do is trust him. Trust him. The Bible says that she ran back to the door, opened the door, and there was Peter. There was Peter. There was the answer. The answered prayer. Why? Because they came Together in agreement, targeting specific prayers. That's what's going to happen this week. That's what's going to happen as we bombard heaven collectively. That's what's going to happen somewhere between Monday. And Friday. <laughs> Somewhere between Monday and Friday. I wish somebody would catch this. Somewhere between Monday and Friday. What we bombard heaven with collectively, God is going to answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere you've been dealing with this for some time. But God. It's been difficult, but God. You've been struggling with it, but God. It's been deep down in the generational line. But God, I know you, you, you couldn't see your way out, but God, somewhere between Monday and Friday, 
because there's something about agreement that God honors. He said, where unity is, rest on your feet, I'll command a blessing. Last Sunday, we collected prayer requests. God, we've listed them. You're going to receive that list this evening. We're going before God tomorrow. Many of us, I pray all of us, but many of us are going to go in fasting because some things only break in fasting. If we're in a spiritual warfare, you got to go in the spirit to fight. Some stuff is being held up in your life, a natural, it's spiritual. You got to go in the spirit to get it. Your money is being held up in the spirit. Your healing is being held up in the spirit. Your family breakthrough is being held up in the spirit. The relationship issue is being held up in the spirit. Y'all don't, you don't believe that? 21 days, Daniel was praying and he was fasting. And when the angel showed up, he says, I was held up because I was fighting in the, in the spirit. And the release didn't happen until Daniel went into the spirit to wage war against the enemy. It ain't about these. It's about prayer. It's about opening our mouth before God. It's about taking our petitions to him collectively. Collectively. The I, 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 the Bible says, is this not the fast that I've chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness. Some stuff is just being formed wicked against you. It's warfare from the enemy. He's got his henchmen, his, his demons. Because truth of the matter is, all of us got some assigned to us. To keep us, to hold us down. To keep us in that addiction. To keep our family from getting over that situation. It's been assigned to us. But I hear the Lord says I'm going to break some stuff. I hear the Lord saying that I'm going to lose some stuff. I hear the Lord saying that heavy burden I'm going to break. You've been carrying it too long. You've been struggling with it too long. He says I'm going to break it in the spirit. And when I break it in the spirit, understand it's going to be broken in the natural. Because it happens in the spirit first before it shows up in the natural. 
says to undo the heavy burdens to let the oppressed go free chains are going to be broken glory to God who received that this morning who need that this morning glory to God you need God to do some things you need God to break some things it's been perpetual it's been it's been keep showing up you've been advancing and it's been pulling you back you've been advancing it's been pulling you back but I hear the Lord saying I'm gonna cut it I'm gonna cut it I'm gonna cut it I'm gonna free you oh my God I'm gonna free you I'm gonna set you free Hallelujah. That, that once held you. Oh, uh, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. The Israelites were standing at the Red Sea. Pharaoh was on their track. They were wondering how in the world are we going to get past this Red Sea. But he tells them that the enemy that you see today, he said, you'll see no more. I came to tell somebody this week, glory to God that enemy that has showed up over and over again you won't see that one you won't see that one again oh yeah 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 I hear one that one person said they received it somebody ought to lift your hands glory to God you ought to glorify God you, you ought to receive it in this place glory to God receive the word of the Lord he that have an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying hallelujah Hallelujah. 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 Come on and open your mouth. Hallelujah. Come on and praise God. Come on and give him glory in advance for what he's about to do in your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Somebody ought to glorify him in this building. Hallelujah. He's got to break some yokes. Glory to God. He's about to break some yokes, some strongholds over your life. Over your life. I hear, I hear the Lord says, set an atmosphere. Come on, come on, worship him, worship him, worship him in this place, worship him, worship him for what he's about to do, worship him, receive glory to God, receive hallelujah what he's getting ready to do, receive it, glory to God, hallelujah, receive it. I know it's made you cry. Glory to God. I know it's caused you depression. I, I, I know, glory to God, it's backed you up. But God, hallelujah, he said he's heard. He's heard your cry. He's heard your cry. He's bottled up your tears. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For every tear, he's going to give you some joy. Hallelujah. For every time you mourn, glory to God, he's going to put a dancing in your feet. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Every time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You didn't think it was going to come through. He's going to open your mouth so that you can bless him and glorify him. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Glorify him in this building. 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 Glorify him. Glorify him. Glorify him. Let the devil know. Hallelujah. He's not one. Let the devil know. His whole has to be broken. Let the devil know. He's not going to be victorious. Glory to God. Let the devil know that you're more than a conqueror. That you're an overcomer. Glory to God. Let the devil know. Hallelujah. That you're going to smush his head. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That he'll no longer have the victory in that area of your life. Somebody ought to praise him right now for your breakthrough. Praise him right now. Glory to God for your deliverance. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Release that praise. Let that devil know he got no room here. No authority here. No power here. That you serve God, the creator of the universe. The one that hung the moon and stars divided the firmaments. You serve the one that healed the woman with the issue of blood. The one that opened blinded eyes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You serve him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, 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 come on. Here the devil say, Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Act like when you've been praying for something and it shows up. Hallelujah. How excited you gonna be. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been praying for the job and it show up. Huh. You've been praying for the breakthrough and it show up. You've been praying for that child's deliverance and it shows up. You've been praying for wholeness in the marriage and it shows up. You've been praying for that financial breakthrough and it shows up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What an awesome God we serve. You believe that on today? Come on and put your hands together in this place. What an awesome God we serve. The text is trying to show us the power of agreement that if we come together asking anything in earth that God <laughs> that God will answer our prayer that he's just waiting for agreement Waited for the apostles. Waited to choose the 12th disciple. What held it up 
was agreement. But the moment that they came into agreement, <laughs> moment that they came into agreement, there was an eruption in heaven. The Bible said they be, the Holy Spirit showed up. Wind blew in. Waiting. I, I wonder how, how long that wind had been circling. It just needed agreement. Just needed agreement. And it came in. Agreement among the right people, the right time, the right place, the right season.